This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Oi there. Good evening. If I ill done a pleasant Monday evening to where to where you may be, where you are, wherever. All these places, perhaps on land or out in the open water. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found on Vancouver's smooth sailing community radio station, CITR. Charlie Indigo Tango Romeo. We are your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the Stute Nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea, where frequency races with our friends over at UVic CFUV and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places and wherever else the internet takes you, find us on the web at www.citr.ca. You can find CITR Radio on Facebook at CITR 101.9 FM, on Twitter at CITR Radio, on Instagram, on Snapchat, the appropriate social mediums of the year 2018. My name is Gak. I'll be your captain for the next couple of hours, so prepare the pontoons, swab the decks as we journey forth from the marina and out into open waters. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live, 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since I'm manning the helm here. And uh, as we continue on with our twisted metaphor, the course will be treacherous to be as smooth as possible. You can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook and Tumblr under its given name on Twitter at 100air and on Instagram I am myopic man. In the background this is Heiki with Sauna Porch from his 2011 release Sauna Porch Recordings Company and it's a collection of music entirely composed recorded at the porch of the rustic sauna cabin that Heike Celeste's father designed and built in Georgian Bay. Celeste is a Toronto musician with Estonian roots, and uh, he made these recordings by creating a live chilled soundtrack first, and sitting back, absorbing that uh, lake view and natural surroundings for inspiration. So, with microphones in hand, processed all the natural sounds, the wind, the birds, the rustling of leaves in the wind, People swimming, motorboats, canoes passing by. All quickly recorded as loops in the morning, then slowly built up over the course of a day. Strictly limited to a 250-copy digital pack edition when it came out in 2011, but is available to download as well. And we start off with Pages. From their 1979 release, Future Streets, we heard The Sailor's Song. Hey, this wasn't as instrumental as I remembered. All right. <laughs> There's some nautical terms. We should probably be referring to knots if we are to deal with what we're working with as it were. Pages was a short-lived act, putting out three albums from 1978 to 1981, main members being Richard Page and then Steve George on vocals and keyboards, respectively. 
They were supported by various studio musicians, some of whom from time to time were considered part of the band. And uh, they were highly regarded for their well-crafted pop and jazz fusion sound, but they did not achieve commercial success, and they disbanded. And Paige and George ended up founding another band, which garnered a lot more fame in the mid-'80s, Mr. Mister. It's evidenced by songs like Broken Wings and Kyrie. Paige and George were also called upon often by other acts to help out with their instrumentation, so they helped out acts like Andy Gibb, Donna Summer, Twisted Sister, and Village People. Although they will not be representative of the music that we will hear tonight. But also were producers with David Foster, Quincy Jones, and Jay Graydon. But I'll bring attention to other musicians like Kenny Loggins, Al Jarreau, Shaka Khan, the Pointer Sisters, Bill Champlin, and Steve Lukather, because that is what the crux of this show is going to be about since uh, it's taken a few false starts over the many years I've been on air at CITR, but it is finally time to present to you the land-loving audience with one eye out looking into the sea. We're talking Yacht Rock, a term used retroactively to encompass what was previously known as the West Coast Sound or AOR, adult-oriented rock, when it came out in the late 70s and early 80s. Ably smooth, well-produced music, mixing soul, jazz, R&B, funk, disco, and rock into the boat. Light, catchy melodies, sentimentally foolish lyrics, clean vocals, and somewhat unpredictable chord changes. Uncool music at the time, which I'll attest to, because I only usually heard this stuff in doctor's waiting rooms growing up. But over the years, it's picked up some cachet. And it served as an inspiration for an online web series from 2005 that actually gave Yacht Rock its name. Over the span of 12 videos, the mockumentary series on how many hit songs from 1976 to 1984 were written lovingly made comedy out of the seemingly incestuous scene as Michael McDonald. Kenny Loggins, Steely Dan, Toto, the Doobie Brothers, Christopher Cross, amongst others, fog amongst each other, and then those who did not play smooth music at all. So one iteration of the show is going to feature some of the actual Hollywood soundtrack music that was written into the cards, especially because Kenny Loggins was uh, known for providing many a theme song, and alas, uh, No Dangerous Zones will be visited this time around, but... Uh, you know, we'll sort of figure out if we can do this in the future, if a sequel is in the cards. But as our metaphor goes, uh, due to broadcast regulations, both as instituted by the NCRA, along with uh, this very own station, I have certain criteria that I have to follow. So if there are hit songs that you're expecting, you're not going to get them. Otherwise, there's a lot of songs that we definitely associate with Yacht Rock that I won't be able to play. But we're going to navigate around that, and we'll still keep our eyes on the prize here. So we'll get some of the non-hit songs that appeared in the original Yacht Rock web series. And we also scraped the bow for the Canadian angle, or bow. Who knows how I'm pronouncing everything here. Out in international waters, no rules apply. Uh, so uh, we got some Quebecois, along with uh, a little bit of local representation here with what we associate with Yacht Rock as a few other northern sailors do represent queen and country. So 
We're going to vary a bit with what's going on here, and I'll start talking about some of the nuances that have formed over time because the Yacht Rock guys, across 12 episodes, formed a little bit of the basis of what we know as Yacht Rock, but they have their own podcast that I'll talk about a little bit later that uh, explores some of the nuances of what is Yacht and what is Miat, along with uh, other genres that have invented, and some tangential stuff, too. So we'll start off with the Pointer Sisters. And they start off as an R&B act in 1969 when June and Bonnie Pointer, sisters, played R&B clubs in Oakland. But eventually, fellow sisters Anita and Ruth joined. But when Bonnie left in 1978, the trio went post-disco and relied on the West Coast sound. As producer Richard Perry helped out. And uh, they became known for hits like Jump For My Love, Automatic, uh, What I Wanted To Play, He's So Shy, I'm so excited. Neutron Dance, and then, of course, the Sesame Street classic, Pinball Number Count. They're still active, although only Ruth remains of the core trio as daughters and granddaughters help out. And we're going to go back to 1980s special things. This will be the Pointer Sisters with Could I Be Dreaming. I'm Hollywood Gack, and you're now about to set sail on the HMCS Exploding Air Movies, live from the realms of Studio A of that shipworthy little station that you know and love. CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Hoist the anchor. When? Past the harbor.
Attention grad students, share your research, find out what's going on in other disciplines, approach your work from a new angle. Check out Fire Talks, the interdisciplinary discussion forum sponsored by the Research Commons at Kerner Library. Visit bit.ly slash firetalk for more information. Nicolette Larson from her 1980 album Radioland. That was when you come around. Born in Helena, Montana. In her teenage years, she moved to Kansas City, but she wound up in San Francisco, joining the music scene there in the 70s. Ended up working with Commander Cody for a time, then Amy Lou Harris. So a little bit more of a country music pedigree at first. Eventually, she met Linda Ronstadt, who introduced her to Neil Young, 
was looking for a background vocalist and had heard Larson's name three times that day, so ended up singing on a couple albums with Neil Young, along with working with Ron Stant and Amy Lou Harris on a few pieces, and she released her debut album, Nicolette, in 1978, as produced by Ted Templeton, or sorry, Ted Templeman. There's a Ted Templeton of the works that I have to sort of dig up here and not confuse things, but Ted Templeman. Off of Nicolette was her big hit, the Neil Young written song, A Lot of Love. Larson released multiple albums in the 80s, but they didn't do too well. For a time, apparently, she dated Weird Al Yankovic. She died in 1997 from cerebral edema triggered by liver failure. And behind me, this is Reggie Lucas of his 1976 album, Survival Themes. I speak over the tender years. He was a jazz guitarist, worked with Miles Davis, as did drummer James Matume. But together in the 80s, they worked as an act called Matume with some wonderfully lovely synth R&B like Juicy Fruit. Reggie Lucas died earlier this year. So why yacht rock as a term? Well, it was kind of used with the onset of the leisure activity associated with Southern California for those with the appropriate disposable income, which was sailing. So the perception was that the music played as part of adult-oriented rock of the West Coast sound would just be plopped in, perhaps as 8-track or newly minted cassettes on the boats as they head out into the water. You can imagine the sort of the scene there experiences are on sort of relaxing, imbibing what they can, listening to really smooth music and feeling good about life. Effectively started in 1976 with a proto-hit, Captain and Tennille, Love Will Keep Us Together. Although there were some precursors to acts like Seals and Crofts, Poco and Albert Hammond. But it's kind of a spin-out from the Los Angeles soft rock scene, kind of ex-folkies in a way. But, uh, Smooth jazz being a key element, along with fans of Motown and sound harmonies. But there's also a bit of a gospel angle, which uh, is going to pop up with this next act here. Her name is Brenda Russell. From Brooklyn, New York. And she was part of the Toronto production of Hair. And, uh worked with uh, her then-husband, Brian Russell, two albums that were released on Elton John's Rocket label. But very tied to the smooth music scene. And in 1983, she released her Two Eyes album, which features a strong pedigree of musicians like David Foster on keyboards, who we'll talk about a little bit afterwards, since he's a big part of the scene. Michael McDonald helped out with one of the songs, Jeff Percaro of Toto on drums, some percussion by the Brazilian Paulino da Costa, and then Stevie Wonder on some other tracks, being a harmonica, and then some background vocalists like Rita Coolidge, Christopher Cross, James Ingram, Al Jarreau, and actually Al Jarreau gets a shout out with the uh, song, one of the songs on Two Eyes. But we're going to go with a song that she co-wrote with David Foster. From 1983's Two Eyes, this will be Brenda Russell with Hello, People. (laughs) 
Come enjoy British Columbia's beautiful wilderness with the UBC Varsity Outdoors Club. Try your hand at hiking, backcountry skiing, rock climbing, kayaking, and much more. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we have trips happening every week, usually at no cost. Check us out online at ubc-voc.com.
You might th know that as an earth, wind, and fire hit, but it was originally written by two of the members of that band. Airplay of the 1980 self-titled soul album that was after the love is gone. As written by David Foster on keyboards, Jay Gray on vocals and guitar, along with Tommy Funderburk, who sang there. But the song was co-written by Foster, Graydon, and Bill the Champ Champlin. David Foster, Victoria, B.C. individual, well-known in many music circles for, along with his music, his production, composing, songwriter, arranging, so many hits, a lot of things tied to various events like Winter Olympics, Summer Olympics, and other fun things there. Originally started off playing with Ronnie Hawkins in the 70s band Skylark, but we know Foster for a lot of the work that he's done, both musically and philanthropically. Jay Graydon, originally from Burbank, songwriter, recording artist, guitarist, singer, producer, arranger, recording engineer. Worked with acts such as Air Supply, George Benson, Al Jarreau, DeBarge, El DeBarge, both of them. Sheena Easton, Manhattan Transfer, Johnny Mathis, Patti LaBelle, Lou Rawls, Dionne Warwick. Just keeps going, at least list-wise. As for the pedigree of the band Airplay, the backing musicians was the band Toto. Jeff Picaro on drums, Steve Picaro on synths, Steve Lukather with additional rhythm guitars, and then David Hungate on bass. And Toto. Unfortunately, is one act that we're not going to hear too much this episode just because of timing. And we need to make sure that the appropriate Canadian sides are covered here, too. But we'll definitely have something for them in the works in an upcoming show. We'll figure it out. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies on CITR 11.9 in Vancouver. In the background, this is local act Skim Milk, and off of 2015's Ghosts of Jazz. This is Hey, Mr. We're going to stick in Vancouver for this next act. And uh, this was one of the first songs that uh, friends suggested that I look into to help cover the Canadian side of things. His name's Kerry Chater, best known as a member of Gary Puckett and the Union Gap, although he played in acts like the Progressives, which later became Jerry and the Geritones and then Palace Pages. But ended up going to Nashville, wrote many a song for acts like Jennifer Warren's, Tanya Tucker, Captain and Tennille. The Carpenters, Lean Greenwood, Juice Newton, George Strait, Reba McIntyre, Alabama, and Murray, and a host of others. But he did put out two albums on his own, definitely in that yacht rock vein. So we'll go off of his 1978 debut, Love on a Shoestring. This will be Carrie Chater with Ain't Nothing for a Heartache. Cause I still love you though you're gone 
member of CITR and Discorder, but are you a true friend? Get a Friends of CITR and Discorder card for $20 for discounts in Kitsilano and around UBC at On the Fringe Hair Design, Rufus Guitar Shop, Stormcrow Ale House, The Bike Kitchen, UBC Bookstore, Australia Boot Company, and so many more.
off of her 1984 solo debut, I Feel For You, best known for its title track, Prince Cover, featuring a collaboration with Grandmaster Mel Mel, that was Shaka Khan, the Bruce Bacharach, Bruce Roberts, and Carol Bayer Sager song, Stronger Than Before. Previously, Shaka Khan was part of the funk act Rufus, although over time, Shaka Khan became more of the uh, title part because it eventually became Rufus and Shaka Khan. But Shaka Khan struck out on her own. And with I Feel For You, with this wonderful Prince cover, she definitely stepped away from pure R&B and into a little bit of yacht soul, as it were. The overall album features many of the session musicians that we associate with the yacht rock sound. Uh, particularly on that track, we have on bass guitar Nathan East, on drums J.R. Robinson, Dan Huff on guitar, Robbie Buchanan on keyboards and synth, and there's some Fairlight work by Craig Siegel. And Buchanan is going to be a name that becomes important shortly here. But some of the other artists and musicians that helped out with I feel for you include Steve Lukather on guitar elsewhere, and then uh, the Sembello brothers, Michael and Danny, on guitar and keyboards elsewhere. Stevie Wonder comes around, his harmonica. Now, Stevie Wonder isn't pure yacht, let's say. And at some point, I'll come up with an, the story, at least, of those who aren't yacht, not yacht. Otherwise, you almost like the Soviet, Soviet, Russian. Hey, what are you going to do? Nyet! No! Nyet's rock! Anyways. Uh, Steve Picaro played keyboard elsewhere. Future film composer James Newton Howard actually wrote one of the songs. And David Foster also pops up again. So that sure shows you the scene that's in place there. Now, behind me, this is Role Model out of Toronto. And this is a theme to the web series that came out this year called Group. It's called Better Things. And uh, when we talk about what is not yacht, well, key thing is if it's not smooth, it is not on the boat. So it needs a little bit of a bounce, otherwise some unpredictable chord changes. So if it's played pretty straight, you know, you can anticipate maybe some of the rhymes or what chords are going to pop up. Not really there. It can't be too country. can't be too disco. And if we look at some acts that we usually associate with Yacht Rock, there's Fleetwood Mac, which aren't, definitely fills in that Laurel Canyon kind of folk sound and actually has some British blues bass. Jimmy Buffett, no, he's Calypso country and <clears throat> terrible. Uh, the Eagles, which are definitely more kind of soft rock, but they don't really have that sort of bounce to it. Otherwise, America's a bit too folky. Warren Zevon, who I love to death, excellent piano work, but no. I wouldn't say necessarily it's something you'd relax on a boat with. Van Morrison, too jazzy. A little bit too more on the British or Irish folk scene. Jefferson Starship, which is kind of terrible. And then this act, which we won't play. I have standards here. Hollow Notes. Do love them. And uh, they actually are a big part of the Yacht Rock series, mostly for their fight against Yacht Rock. Definitely fits more to the idea of Philly soul. And they're kind of almost a genre to themselves because you think about their background out of the proto-disco scene and then their hits in the 80s, definitely more of the synth-pop vibe. So 
we will not be playing any of them, at least this week. Uh, we will head to L.A. next with the band Maxis. And uh, project of Michael Landau, record musician, engineer, record producer, guitarist, worked with Boz Skaggs at the age of 19, started doing session work with, based on the friend, uh, as a recommendation, Steve Lukather, who we've heard before, and he's worked with acts like Joni Mitchell, Seal, Michael Jackson, James Taylor, Steve Perry, who also is a funny part of the Yacht Rock web series, and Miles Davis, but... He also worked with Steve Lukather, Dean Marks, Michael Thompson, and Dan Huff on many major record releases through the 80s and 90s, and um, also fronted some bands called The Raging Honkies and Burning Water. But in the 80s, with Maxis, he joined session musicians like Robbie Buchanan, who we heard earlier in the Shaka Khan song, Jay Gruska, and Doan Perry. And in 1981, they put out a self-titled album, and this song... uh, was I don't know I have to look it up if it was a hit or not I've been relying on the billboard charts to tell me what not to play but there is a Canadian connection as this song was co-written by a very young Lisa Dalbello who was a part of the Toronto music scene for a time and just being groomed as being sort of a next kind of soft rock artist but in the mid 80s she went heavy into alternative uh quality avant-garde stuff but she's also known right now for her voice acting because sometimes you'll hear on the cbc along with appearing on sailor moon there we go off of 1981's maxis this will be nobody's business And the number I'm dialing is nobody's business but none. Secrets that I'll never tell. You thought you knew me so well. Never mind who I'm calling. Never mind who I'm calling. Never mind who I'm calling. Cause it's nobody's business but mine.
Ivy. At a disco party. EP's disco. TV's disco party. What does it mean to be? At a disco party. EP's. EP's disco party. What does it mean to be? What does it mean to be? Tune in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. to hear music from the current issue of Discorder Magazine, that sassy magazine from CITR 101.9 FM, hosted by me, Phoebe, Editor-in-Chief of Discorder. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Une seule porte ne sépare. La mienne est toujours en
In the background, this is Plains Apparition off of the Adrift cassette that came out this year through the Downpour Spirit label. This is Can't Reconcile. And hey, it's the top of the hour here. My name is Gak. You're listening to CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver and across all bodies of water nearby. You can catch us online, www.citr.ca. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. And this is our Yacht Rock-inspired show. And as you can tell, we went to Quebec right there, off of her 1982 album, Chimere. That was Diane Tell with Mon Ami. She studied at the Val d'Or Conservatory starting at the age of six, then continued at the Montreal Conservatory and then the CEGEP Saint Laurent. Wrote her first songs at the age of 12. One of Quebec's pioneering female singer-songwriters, and she actually heads up SOCAN. Well, she's at least elected to the board of directors for a three-year mandate as of May this year. She has been putting out music since her 1977 self-titled debut. And yeah, Canada did definitely take hold to the West Coast sound that we associate now with Yacht Rock. And uh, we'll listen to at least two other acts from La Belle Provence, avec la musique. Smooth. Uh, I should actually look up what smooth is in French. But we'll head over to Montreal next with uh, Martin, Martin Saint Clair, or Martin Nol. And um, she worked with the Quebec lyricist Luc Plamondon on the rock opera Star Mania, which actually launched a lot of careers in the Quebec music industry in the 80s. And in 1983, she put out her debut solo album, which translates as The Heart Computer, although as I think through the order how French words go, it means computer heart. Coeur ordinateur. And some of the songs are written by Plamaldon, but even when she was 21, she helped co-write any number of material that way. Uh, most recent album came out in 2009, Entre vous et moi. And one thing I forgot to say about Diane Tell is that she's still putting out music and that a new album is due out later this year. From Le Coeur, or La Coeur, there's no... Uh, Pronoun, whatever the thing is, but before it loud, from Coeur Ordinateur. This is Martin Sinclair with uh, a subject quite appropriate for Yacht Rock. Un homme sentimental, a sentimental man, because God knows there's always fools on these yachts.
Discordianism is a religion and subsequent philosophy. Discordian fights seem to be much more forgiving of the normals. Yeah, the goddess of chaos, or archetypes, or... It's got a really heavy interest in Discordianism. founded after the 1963 publication of its holy book, The Principia Discordia. Discorder magazine has been Vancouver's longest-running, free, badass, independent magazine, 35 years strong. On Saturday, July 21st, celebrate 401 issues of Discorder magazine with an all-ages party at Red Gate. There will be performances by BB, Francesca Belcourt, Morning Coo, and The New Rituals, guest hosted by Duncan's Donuts, and featuring a photo booth, giant twister, and more. Tickets are a suggested donation of $10 and doors open at 8. For more information, visit CITR.ca or find the event on Facebook.
couple of connections with the Star Mania theatrical musical live thing that came out in Quebec in 1980, and then there was a revival in 1988. So that set featured two of the singers that worked on that musical, although not the musical itself because it's a difficult listen, let's say. Not as smooth as everything you've been hearing tonight. So we started off with Martine St. Clair with Un Homme Sentimental off of her 1982 album Coeur Ordinateur. Somewhere I wrote 1983 and I have now confused myself totally. Then we heard another French-Canadian singer from Montreal, although she did study voice and drama in Paris in the 60s. That was Diane Dufresne of 1981's Turbulences, or I guess en français, La Turbulence. We heard La Tune qui groove. The song that grooves sounds like turkey groove, but that's not it. So, excellent musician, but she also is a painter as well. And uh, she has been uh, knighted in France, part of the member of Order of Canada. Most recent album came out in 2007, accompanied by Alain Lefebvre called Effusion. But uh, she also has done some Kurt Weill-related material. Something I should have dug up before, and I might have, and I forgot completely. Anyways, we did a Kurt Weill profile back in October on Exploding Head Movies. It's on the podcast. Go to www.citr.ca. Look up Exploding Head Movies in despair. I'm so sorry. I normally don't title anything. Very good. Behind me. This is Light Blending In, and off of another cassette that came out to the Don Poor Spirit cassette label. The album's called Last Word, and the song is Thought Processing. Now, let's get some of our regular business out of the way as we slowly get a couple more modern yacht before we deal with some of the stone-cold classic acts associated with Yacht Rock. New film, TV, or other media... For soundtracks, uh, Harry Gregson Williams does the sequel to The Equalizer. Equalizer 2. Too fast, too equal. No, that's not it. Equal Boogaloo. No. Anyways, the Denzel Washington remake of the Edward Woodward CBS TV series. Gregson Williams' score comes out through Sony Classical this week. And Dudley provided the score album, and of course, ABBA provided the songs for another sequel. Mamma Mia, here we go again. All that is out through Polydor Records. A movie about the uh, designer in the fashion world, Alexander McQueen, is out. It's called McQueen, and Michael Nyman provided the score, which is out through his own label. Mike Patton, whom we associate with Faith No More, Mr. Bungle, and various other acts, he did the score to 1922, and that comes out through his own label, Ipecac Recordings. Benjamin Wynn provided the soundtrack to the film Impulse, that's coming out through Lakeshore Records. And then the Act Liars provided the music to One Stroke One. That's coming out through Mute Records. Otherwise, on the re-release front, a couple vinyl issues coming out. Highlights from the original score by Dave Porter, too, at the AMC TV series Breaking Bad is coming out. That's through Space Lab 9. And then Rock of Ages. Vinyl edition, featuring all manner of various artists tied to a genre, I think in some ways called Camaro Summer, which I'll tie into a little bit. Why has that name? 
That's coming out through music on vinyl. Anyways, let's deal with a little bit more on the modern yacht side. And I would normally play something by Thundercat at this point, although I've played the song with Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald before. And you should definitely find it if you haven't heard it before. But we're not doing that because it was a hit. And then there's other acts like Young Gung Silver Fox that are representing the modern yacht sound. But we'll go with two relatively new songs on the smooth front. Is it pure yacht? No. But will it sound good? Probably. Really endorsing this, aren't I? But no, I love this song. It's been bouncing around playlists for a while. This is the Toronto duo of Exit Someone featuring Tom Gillies and June Moon. And last year, they put out an EP called Dry Your Eyes. And this song is off of it. Sydney, the list must go on. Sorry, there's no must in there. Sydney, the list goes on. As do I. Maybe you need 
Ever wanted to see what's below the surface? The UBC Aqua Society answers all your scuba diving needs. Learn to dive from leaders in Pacific Northwest diver training. Are you already a diver? We offer everything from gear to monthly dive trips to increasing your paddy training. Check us out on Facebook, online at DiveUBC.com, or check us out in the nest, room number 3125. Relax, relax. Hora de dar um relax. 
relax, relax, relax. From Brazil, that was Alexandra Cassan. He otherwise just goes by the name of Cassan. That is the title track to his new album out through the Luwaka Bop label. Relax. Cassan has been a part of the Brazilian music scene for many a decade. I should avoid tragedy because in 1996, he and his band were slated to fly on an airplane that later struck a couple buildings and several houses and killed everyone on board, but they missed their flight. So, kind of lucky on how things go from there. Wonderful stuff. And you can tell that Yacht Rock definitely has an influence on modern music. One of the ways it has an influence is what's in the background here. From my hometown of Thunder Bay, Ontario, this is Ocean City Defender off his 2013 album, The Young Person's Guide to Modern Fashion and Etiquette. This is Star Tropics. Now, is this Yacht Rock per se? No, but Ocean City Defender is known worth working on the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast by making the theme for yacht or in yacht. How do we know if a song is yacht or not? We don't know, but we'll find out because the hosts of the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast are, and I've hidden it now, why did I do that? J.D. Riznar, Steve Huey, David Lyons, and Hunter Stare, otherwise known as the four key folks behind the Channel 101 web series, Yacht Rock. Well, they have a show that does a couple of things. So the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast does one of two things. As I repeat myself, because I'm apparently mixing up my paperwork here. So they either invent new genres of music, the idea of sort of glasping onto something similar to how they defined Yacht Rock, and they've invented genres that are sort of ten, ten, tangential to it, like marina rock, i.e. songs that have Yacht Rock elements but don't get on the boat, Yacht Soul, Yacht Sco, Yacht York, also ties into a little bit of a scene that they're trying to explore, but they need to quantify still, which is the uh, continental sound that comes out of Japan in the 80s. But otherwise, then randomness like synthesize, dance boss, talkternative, wacky coconuts, try and raps, and aforementioned Camaro summer. But what also happens during Beyond Yacht Rock is uh, they rate Yacht Rock songs on how yachty they are using a patented legacy format invented by Gene Yatsky, whereby on a score of 0 to 100, J.D. Hunter David and Hollywood Steve rate songs. If it's less than 50, it is Nyat Rock. If it's over 50, it is still on the boat. It is Yacht Rock. So they have an excellent website that details all your Yacht Rock needs for your next Yacht Rock party to make sure it's sanctioned. And a lot of stuff there that you think is Yacht Rock is not, which is something that happens apparently regularly with uh, cover bands and certain terrestrial or satellite radio stations, let's say. But do you like Yacht Rock parties? Well, there's a couple things happening at the Fox Cabaret this week, which is part of the reason why I sped up doing this show, which kind of shows in some best stretches. 
But uh, this Thursday, July 19th, Fox Cabaret has Summer Breeze, Yacht Rockets of the 70s and 80s. Here to bring you tunes that will make you feel the wind in your hair and the sand in your toes. This DJ's Trevor Risk. And out of Fink, spin hits of the 70s and 80s. Also performing are the Royal Scam, a Steely Dan cover band. So that should be a wild night. Doors are at 8.30 p.m. this Thursday. Tickets are $6 advance, $8 at the door. And since it is the Fox Cabaret, it's a 19 and older show. If you can't wait, and somehow this show is making you enthusiastic, as uh, the appropriate uh, social media sites associated with Exploring Hit Movies are starting to buzz a bit. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, July 17th, upstairs from Lux Fox Cabaret, it is the projection room. It is their annual Turn Tuesday, and it is Come Sail Away themed, so maybe it's a preview of some of the songs that you will hear on Thursday. It's free! 9 p.m., 20 a.m., upstairs. Speaking of Steely Dan, I think we're long overdue and actually playing some of... Uh, how did I lose everything here? Donald Fagan and Walter Becker's music. And uh, they had roots out in New York with uh, sort of a Tim Pan Alley style of music writing. But once they moved to the coast, their jazz influences combined with their dark sense of humor. As Steely Dan refers to a particular dildo mentioned in William S. Burroughs' novel. Um, they were kind of very sarcastic. And in the Yacht Rock video series... Um, they were kind of known as being too cool to really understand unless you are down with the smooth. As Donald Fagan's character speaks in a scat that only the smooth understand. But in case he didn't understand it, Walter Becker's character would translate for him. Alas, the real Walter Becker died earlier this year. And uh, Donald Fagan actually has brought Steely Dan out of retirement and they are touring. So I think... Potentially, Becker was holding back some of the live plans that Fagan had, but it sounds like Steely Dan are back better than ever. So, they have any number of songs that we could sort of play and share with you, but we kind of are avoiding some of the hits, as per our mandate here. But uh, this song has been a part of the repertoire for a while, highly regarded, never released as a single, off of 1977's Aja whose album cover was designed by the late comedian Phil Hartman. Back when he spelt his name with two N's, this will be Steely Dan, The Black Cow.
Ethiopian Summer Festival, one of the most talked about annual events in Burnaby, is back again for the ninth time. On July 21st and 22nd, the Swan Guard Stadium will be a place you do not want to miss. There will be healthy Ethiopian cuisine, the famous Ethiopian coffee ceremony, entertaining games for adults and children, a soccer tournament, and much, much more. This is an event for the entire family and you do not want to miss out. See you on July 21st and 22nd at the Swan Guard Stadium. New Gorillas, 
off of an album that came out a couple weeks ago called The Now Now. Gorillas with humility. Almost referring to how Brexit is kicking in place and a little bit more of the kind of mixture of this sunny and cloudy side of Gorillas. And on guitar for humility is also the man behind me, George Benson. Going back to 1976 with the title track to his album, Reason. Benson's a jazz guitarist, kind of plays in a gypsy jazz style, Django Reinhardt. And this song appears in episode one of the Yacht Rock web series. Debuted in 2005 as part of the Channel 101 competitive uh, sort of TV pilot idea. So this predates YouTube and a lot of easy ways to watch videos, but the idea is that this club would meet every month. Various comedians, filmmakers, other creators-to-be would pit their series against each other, and there'd be a vote, and whoever lost would be eliminated. But the acts would then be able to create a second, subsequent episode, and then someone else could join with their first one. And over time... Uh, they could sort of build up almost a season. And that's what happened with Yacht Rock. Created by J.D. Riznar, Hunter Stair, and Lane Farnham. Hosted by Steve Huey. Also starring David Lyons. All having connections to the Hollywood and uh, L.A. TV scene. But also starring future famous folks like Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon of Rick and Morty fame. Steve G. Aggie. James Domian, Drew Carey, Wyatt Cenac, Matt Bronger, just to name but a few. And Yacht Rock basically told the stories of how famous Yacht Rock songs came to be. It was inspired based on J.D. Riznar's uh, music collection, since he was able to buy cheap albums from Amoeba Records that no one else wanted. Uncool tunes, but in his 30s he felt that, you know what, everyone has to go through a Steely Dan phase. But talked about a lot of the musicians that helped out with it. And uh, we'll talk about the two main ones that we associate with the series. I mean, David Lyons played a fake character, the impresario of the yacht rock scene, while learning about smooth music, Coco Goldstein, who uh, kind of drives the storyline until something happens in episode two, and he kind of haunts the proceedings. We'll start off with Kenny Loggins. Used to write for the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band in the 70s, but uh, for a time, his friend Jimmy Messina helped him out to come up with a solo artist, but in the end, they were a duo that kind of did folkier music. But then Loggins went solo, worked a lot with Michael McDonald, which we'll hear from soon enough, and he was played by Hunter Stare in the Yacht Rock series. Lane Farnham played Jimmy Messina. Post-breakup, things go really wrong for Messina as he turns into uh, a bitter drunk. But Loggins in the series was sort of like a carefree type, easygoing, but he ditched smooth music for Hollywood success as he went into Caddyshack, Footloose, and other films. So we're going to go with a song off of the 1982 album, High Adventure. And we'll do something that appeared on episode 11. Here's Kenny Loggins, otherwise known as The Log, with If It's Not What You're Looking For. 
of decline, drowning fatalities have been rising dramatically in Canada since 2004. Most drowning victims had no intention of going in the water and harmless situations can become dangerous quickly. This summer, if you're going out on the water, even if you're not planning on going in it, be water smart and be prepared. 
Here are some things you can do to reduce your risk of drowning. Learn to swim and swim to survive. If you can tread water for a minute, you can orient yourself, and if you can swim 50 meters in a pool, you'll most likely be able to swim to safety in open water. Most drowning fatalities occur within just 15 meters of safety. Wear a life jacket or personal flotation device. 80% of all boating deaths were people who were not wearing one. Take a marine safety course, and if you're going kayaking or canoeing, know how to get out of your craft if it flips over. Practice basic safety moves such as wet exits and self-rescues. Save the alcohol for dry land after you're done playing on the water, and never go out alone. For more information and more safety tips, go to lifesaving.bc.ca. What's up, UBC? Looking to try something new and exciting this year? Then check out UBC Sailing Club. Our club offers lessons and year-round exclusive access to our fleet of monohull and high-performance sailboats, kayaks, windsurfers, and paddleboards. Whatever floats your boat, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit our website at www.ubcsailing.org for more info.
Michael McDonald singing to you off of his solo debut. 1982's If That's What It Takes, that was Michael McDonald with Believe In It. Michael McDonald was part of Steely Dan's touring band for a time, singing lead and backing vocals. Actually helped out with uh, their 1977 album Aja which I forgot to mention some of the additional musicians that I worked on because Steely Dan was a perfectionist and their albums always sound great because there's Victor Feldman, Joe Sample, Jay Graydon, who I mentioned before, Wayne Shorter, Tom Scott, and then Michael McDonald, but not on Black Cow. After his time with Steely Dan, Michael McDonald was recruited by the rock band The Doobie Brothers in 75 initially as a temporary replacement for the lead vocalist, but then he became a big part of the act, singing on songs like Taking It to the Streets, Minute by Minute, and a song I'd hoped to play, but it's too huge, and it is your Yacht Rock standard, What a Fool Believes, co-written by the person we heard before, Michael McDonald, Kenny Loggins. J.D. Riznar portrayed Michael McDonald in the Yacht Rock web series, an earnest, idealistic type, but far too seriously committed to smooth music. And uh, other acts that appeared against type within Yacht Rock. Hall Notes as a scrappy, foul-mouthed act. Christopher Cross as a hayseed hick. Michael Jackson is very aggressive, and then the Eagles as frat jocks. Ten in the original Channel 101 series, because they were canceled after episode ten, but... Uh, upon meeting Jason Lee, while someone of the uh, Yacht Rock crew was working on a set with Jason Lee. In 2007, they came up with one episode tied to how Footloose was written. Boy, Jimmy Buffett is terrible. And then they had one final episode in 2010 to wrap up some of the storylines. And, yeah, it featured why the theme of Sweet Freedom popped up throughout. Yacht Rock Revival? Of course. As we say at the Fox Cabaret this week, there's two events tied to it. And uh, Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins played a show together at the Hollywood Bowl over the weekend. Steely Dance Touring. Wonderful stuff. And the artists actually caught the series, and they weren't sure fully if they were joking or not, but they embraced it. A lot of fans took to them. And I remember YouTube originally blocked the music based on rights, but eventually the artists relented and said, stop it. The labels relented, and things are visible. So you should definitely catch up on Yacht Rock, the video series whenever possible. It's online through YouTube. Otherwise, as I mentioned before, Beyond Yacht Rock, great podcast so you can catch up on the Yacht Rock songs and see what they're up to. Uh, J.D. Riznar is doing some voice acting right now. Dave Lyons is working on film production as a location scout. Everyone else is doing fine, and you can usually hear them every week or so on the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast. Many bands were missed, like the one that we just heard in the background. Maybe we'll just loop it again. Toto. This is from their soundtrack to Dune. Uh, from 1984. Paul meets Chani as the Q. Maybe we'll get some Toto for a sequel, since at this point it seems like everyone wants to do it. How else is th are things popular? Well, Toto's fourth album, Toto 4, came out in 1982. It had the song Africa. And the band Weezer put out a cover of it on Twitter request, and they're touring with that. 
But in the future, if we do a sequel, we'll get some Al Jarreau for you, Earth, Wind, and Fire, maybe some Michael Jackson, some Queen, Paul Davis, Patty Austin, James Ingram, Ian Thomas, Chilliwack, Gilles Rivard, Gino Vanelli. We'll figure it out, but it's a lot of fun. Appropriate for the summer. Anyways, that's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is the jazz show, Gavin Walker, and he's got some other jazz that's not so smooth. It gives your ears a musical workout. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening broadcast. Uh, let's wrap everything up, but yeah, I'll be back next week with more music from films, TV, and web series. But we'll close perhaps with one of the smoothest songs ever put to tape. Christopher Cross, 1979 sailing. Thank you all and keep the fire. Oh, the can, the can.